Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and uh, you're listening to a uh, two-star podcast, isn't it? Graham, are you ready? You meant to say do yes I, or no, do really? I have to respond. I don't think the contenders ever responded. No, I just they, they I, I waved my pugil stick in the air. They said yes or something. They didn't. They just sort of. Well, well, this is a podcast. Hand so up. You have to speak on a podcast, don't well, you? Right, adapting. I've got my gum shield in. We're adapting to new media. Right. Okay, well, that, that's the one thing Gladiators never did, isn't it? Graham, are you ready? Yes, I am ready, thank you. Daniel, are you ready? Well, I need to go to the bathroom, but apart from that, mostly fine. Adam, are you ready? I suppose so. Listeners, are you ready? I very much they doubt it. We'll be shouting yes at that point. So then I'd go, Robot, play the music. What happens then? The robot plays the music then. Well, I just press play. Come on, robot. I press play. It's playing. Where's the... Well, there's no sound, is there? Chris, <laughs> <sighs> this is the shittest music. Fucking hell. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Something's gone wrong. I think that might have to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> this podcast. What's going on? It worked last week. That's also a good one. <laughs> Is it uh, the robot's fault? Do we need to reverse reverse the polarity? I don't know what's going on. I can't. This is a uh, this is a disaster. I worked so hard. Getting a high-tempo start. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Didn't work. You'll have to add it in post. Right, are you all still there? Yeah. So hopefully you'll be able to hear this. Podcast. Podcast. You've seen oh, Chris. Chris, what have you done? I can sort of hear let's get ready to rumble and I'm I'll be honest, I'm not that happy about that fact. Jesus Christ. Podcast. Should we stop him at some point? It's only a minute. That's that's finished now. Okay. So there you go. Well. That's our high tempo intro music. Let's get ready to podcast. I can see you've put a lot of effort into that and I would like to validate that effort. I did. Very glad it happened. I had to uh, I had to find a YouTube clip. I had to uh, record my voice. I had to make my voice be on a video, and then I had to edit in Movie Maker because I can't use uh, sound editing software. Uh, and I made that, and isn't it nice? It's lovely. It's great. Yeah. 
So there you go. I'm yeah. ready to podcast. Everyone's ready. Let's. I'm I'm losing the will to live, but uh, I'm ready to podcast. Let's do some podcasting. Yeah. Whoa. Right. So, first podcasting thing. Have any listeners been in contact regarding our exciting competition? No. Okay. Have you heard any uh, Twitter rumblings about the football rumour? No. Have we had any news about Scottish pooing updates? Uh, No. Okay, good. Right, so there's no matters arising from last week? No. Basically the ultimate cold open. Yeah, it ah. was. Um, no, no one's uh, no one's been in touch. No one's shown any interest in, in anything we had to say. Unfortunately, it's a shame. I mean, do you do you think the listeners were intimidated by my my boasts about my big jobby? And I, uh, they were put off. Possible, yeah. They might have uh, said, "I can never live live, live up to uh, the great big chud what Chris done." But the thing is, is that this isn't this isn't about me. This is about them. And actually, if no one else has, has claimed it, you could win with a very small offering, couldn't you? Well, that's what people haven't realised. Maybe they just all did really rubbish poos and then uh, decided not to bother trying, but joke's on them because a rubbish poo would have uh, been the victor. Yeah. Bad poo's better than no poo. It's uh, it's just like the lottery, isn't it? It's, you've got to be in it to win it. Certainly do. And if you do a poo, then it stops Dale Winton from being able to do one. Or Jordan. That's the, their yeah. current advert, isn't it? That yeah. is, yeah. They, ad- they advertise the National Lottery still? Yeah, and they say um, anyone can be a winner, don't let it be, and then just annoying celebrity. But that's but not how the lottery works. They can be no. multiple winners. I raised this with them on Twitter, and they said, oh, it's just a fun tongue-in-cheek advert. I mean, I would suggest reporting them to the ASA. Um... Well, I reported um, Reed to the ASA because they said that um, you could get a job as a lollipop man on Reed, but you can't. Um, and they just said it was a humorous advert and it wouldn't cause confusion, to which I say, fuck off. Well, yeah, I mean, so does that mean that you can just lie as long as you go, it's just a funny? Yeah, as long as it's funny, yeah. Okay. But it wasn't even funny. No. And uh, the man James Reed, who's the superhero, he put a massive hole in an office wall. I don't think that's to be encouraged, frankly. No, I mean, well, that's certainly going to, you know, probably have you in breach of your probationary period. Or in in breach of your probation. Mm. But in fairness, if you're dressed up as a massive, you know, job-hunting superhero, somehow your probation and more your sectioning is going to be your issue. Um, well, it depends. Uh, if it's Halloween, then you're allowed to do it. That's true. What did you dress up as uh, for Halloween, Daniel? Um, a tired middle manager. All oh, right. How did you come up with the costume for that? I got home and I ate all the chocolates that I was intending to give to children because the con- contents of our road average age about eighty. So. And took all your clothes off. No, that was later. That was when I actually went out and trick or treated. Yeah. What think, a treat! Well, yeah, well, you know, I, I think um, I think the good people of Guildford deserve to see me at my best. Um, I naked. Oh. 
Well, okay, good. I mean, I have a similar story in that I bought chocolate knowing full well no one would come and knock on the door and then ate it yeah. all. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a good and bad bit of Halloween. There are no good bits of Halloween. What about the joy on uh, innocent children's faces? No, that's one of the bad bits. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I think the worst bit about Halloween is that Chomp came in the fun size sweets that I bought. And Chomps are very disappointing. You bought fun size sweets? Yeah. You're a maniac. That's the work of a, a, a sadist. What, what should it's I have bought? What? Whole, Real whole 400 yeah. gram dairy milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's fun about small? Well, I ate lots of them. That was quite good fun. But you could have eaten you lots up, of You made up for it in volume. Well, in that case, you might as well just buy a, a pack of four Mars bars for a pound. Yeah. Well, the, uh, there was a very good offer on, actually, on the on the little mini chocolates. Well, yeah, it's because fun size is fundamentally a trap. They make it cheap, and then you get it at home, and you get your fun size, and please note I'm doing the in both air quotes at the moment, fun size chocolates back, and you're sort of, oh, well, this isn't a fun size at all, and you're filled with misery and depression. Um, no, I did it all on the I did it all on the weight, the cost per hundred grams. Uh, I costed it all in great detail. Ah, uh, yeah, but you didn't account then, for the massive amount of packaging that you get on the fun size. Yeah, and you've got the the admin of having to unwrap all of them. Well, I think that's good. It's very you're inefficient. Burning, you're burning calories to do that. Well, who wants to do that? That defeats the point of eating all the all the lovely sweets. Well, I don't want to be I don't want to be fat. I think trading standards should take them to task for the word fun on a fun size Mars yeah. bar. Well, they went after the fun pub, so presumably exactly. they could. The fun police. Yeah. I mean, if Dan said that his willy was fun size, people would uh, <laughs> take issue, wouldn't they? They'd report him to plenty of fish. I mean, they do that already, but for entirely different reasons. Yeah. I suppose that when you get an unsolicited dick pic, you're not really concerned about false advertising of someone saying it's fun. I think you are. You know, I always thought the point of the dick pic was to sort of get some independent reviewing advice. You know, if um, if women see, I think it's more promotional material. Than well, you know what I mean. Review. Yeah, I think it, you probably need to be going to ratemydick.com for that, then, don't you? Please tell me that doesn't exist. I'm just I assuming it does because I've been on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm googling it. Oh God! Why would you Google it? Just go to the address. <laughs> Google the Google URL. Yeah, just go to ratemydick.com. Fine, if you're going to be a, a girl about it, I'll go to rate my dick. Oh, I'm doing it. I have literally. Yes, it exists. Of course, it does. Right. <laughs> I don't can know you, why. Uh, can you paint a picture with words? What is it like, Chris? Imagine what the site called Rate My Dick looks like. It's that. Yeah, but what about our listeners who don't have good imaginations? You need to really, really describe right. it to us. It's a, you log onto the website, and there's a picture of a penis and a rating bar underneath, and then. You can okay, so, it. so oh, that's mucky. What rating that's are you going to give? Horrible and mucky. Ugh. I thought, thought it would be uh, people called Richard. Who'd have thought that a male penis would ever be photographed and put online? Literally everyone who owns a male penis. Mm, that's true. Oh, My penis we, is, is female. It, I was just saying, is it necessary for us to specify oh, the gender? It's of redirected the penis? me to ratemenude.com. <laughs> <laughs> I feel cheated. It's part, is it part of the Rate Me Nude network? I've no idea. Have you got some um, very lax uh, 
parental controls on your computer? I have no parental controls on my computer. No, no, the Graham. I haven't got any parental controls. Are you sure? Are you sure that that your wife hasn't added in that you, rate, you can't rate look at? Or uh, ratemycock.com. What's the oh, difference? Ratemydick.net. Maybe that. Did you go to ratemydick? Oh, and a .org, obviously. No, I got redirected to the cock one. .edu. Ah, uh, so rate. So I'm going to write. I'm going to rate ratemydick.net. Wow, what a lot of dicks! <laughs> Goodness me. That's more penises than I've ever seen in one place. I'm going to rate one of them. Um, <laughs> Does it offer you the chance of doing a little bit of description as well? Or is oh, this, this one is this one is very very poor. <laughs> I, can't I think you should give it radio. two stars. I'm not sure I want to ask, but but in what way is it poor? Well, it is quite small, but the balls are enormous. It looks like um, it's like a cat before it gets neutered. <laughs> Ridiculous. And he's 18. It's in category small. So, um, I can't right. find a, any way to. Oh, there we go. Rate it. I'll give two, it. Two it's stars. out of 10. Two. So I'll give it four out of 10. Two stars. Give it two stars. Well, that's a bit what? mean. I mean, it's, it's not. He's a rubbish dick. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it two out of 10. You can, uh, can favourite them. Oh, he didn't have any votes either. Oh. <laughs> Would you like to hear the categories? Oh, okay. uh, I mean, yes. yes. This point. Okay, there's Asian, right? Bent, big, big yeah. head, black. Go back, go back, go back. What was yeah. the category? Bent. Oh, I thought you said ent, and I was like, what tree? <laughs> oh no, bent, bent penises. Uh, circumcised, erect, micro, small, soft. And uncircumcised. So, does it specify like what the minimum angle is for it to be classified as bent? I don't know. It's clicking the category. Sort of thing. I'm, none of these look uh, ludicrously bent. No right angles. <laughs> Nothing that would uh, cause me to call any you know, medical authorities. Well, that one is actually that one is uh, Jesus. He could piss around a corner. <laughs> well. I'm now going to go to rate my feet because that's one of the um, related links. I it's presume some... this is this is oh, targeted well, at fetishists. Um, no, it seems to be exactly the same as rate my dick, but with you can see the feet in the picture as well. <laughs> that's that's the, amazing. It's the only difference, so far as I can More tell. Accurately described as rate my dick and feet. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. The onus is on you to ignore the dick and rate the feet, but, I mean, there's a lot of dicks there. They're all uh, shaved, which is weird as well. The feet? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's... I'll try rate my tits. See if that has a, a similar issue. Uh, yeah, quite a lot of dicks on there as well. <laughs> what a strange website. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm done with that diversion anyway. I mean, I... I, I was... Would... Probably quite like done. to know the links for that. Uh, well, I, th I think I, it would remain so much better just in my mind with your descriptions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so which one did I go to? I went to ratemydick.net, I think. Yeah, ratemydick.net, and then uh, one of them is ratemyfeet.net, and I assume ratemytits.net. I mean... I wasn't really... I'm feeling quite bad. I'm feeling quite bad about this... Uh, this dick that you, you gave two stars to, which was perhaps a bit mean, 
but you're the only person to... that scored it. So, <laughs> would you like so to go on there and and give him now, a higher score? That's now his score. I think we need to put a link out so that other people can go and and bump his score up. Okay, well, no, we, what, hang on, hang on. we don't want to encourage fraudulent voting here. No, like people need to give their honest opinions. Otherwise, what's the point of these sides? Yeah, but I think we need to we need to write a wrong because I think two two stars was a a bit harsh. Well, you don't yeah. know. You haven't seen it. No, but I, I do like to judge things having not seen them. Well, so I would if, give it eight stars. Okay, well, if all of the listeners would like to go to um, ratemydick.net and in the search box type in Alex80, for some reason there's four pictures, which, I mean, I'm not a forensic expert, but I don't think any, they look like it's the same dicks, to be honest. But, I mean, he's got one in each category, so maybe he's just found some pictures and wanted i don't know i don't know the story anyway it's the fourth one along you'll see because it's a, a quite a small penis and gigantic balls and uh, feel free to give that a, a higher rating than two i mean you know yeah come I, on we can we can get him to at least over five as an average can't we yeah and what if he killed himself because his his dick got rated two i feel I mean, really bad a, it's time it's against time isn't it because I'm being very superficial with my rating. I didn't. I mean, all I did I mean, was go on look. It is a static image. There's only so much you can do. In yeah, but maybe I'd need to criteria for measure. Uh, I mean, he, he didn't. He could have put a bit more description. Like, There's what, no what his dick likes. Yeah, I need some more context. I think around. You need to be I'm willing to... emotionally involved, don't you? Yeah, I'm willing to raise my vote if uh, Alex Eighty can. Um, you know, I'm how open. Do I, how persuasion. do I search? This, well, yeah, there's a search box gonna... at the top right. Okay, and what was the number? Alex. Uh, Alex eight zero, and this it's is, the bottom right of the four that appear. This this is going to look very distressing to my wife if she looks through my search history. <laughs> well, I'm on uh, I'm on my work computer. So. Oh yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. What? Well, I don't think these are all the same, are they? No, they're not, are they? <laughs> so he's he's found four pictures of penises. That you you'd have to assume that. None of them are his in that case. Why, well, why would he... I mean, they're very different angles. I think the first three... Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like the, sort of the Facebook profile pic uh, sort of syndrome where, you know, you get somebody and they, they take a photo from, like, an acute angle that makes them look, you know, completely yeah. different to when you but see, then... like, a normal picture. And But then if it looked small in a particular picture and normally looks big, why would you upload it to ratemydick.net? Mm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has very poor judgment. Well, I mean, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't know anything about this man. Right. Yeah. I, I gave it Should we nine. do a podcast? Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, at this point, I, I don't really see if there's much we can do to top it, but I suppose we can try. I mean, I've, in, I've enjoyed that. I'm uh, I'm going to, just just to warn you all, I'm going to do a, a clever segue. Okay, do you want me to play some intro music? Um, what am I ready, 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 ready to podcast? Yeah. Um, and we've no, done that. We've done it once. <laughs> uh, so, Adam, uh, speaking about dicks, I think you'd like to look at the US election. Yes. Well, I thought, given that the actual it's funny because Adam is a dick. Yes. <laughs> uh, given that the actual election votey day thing is next Tuesday, um, and therefore. By the time we uh, publish our podcast on that day, 
Uh, it'll be way too late for us to give any kind of predictions or insightful commentary uh, into the way that the electoral process operates. Uh, we, kind of need to, we kind of need to do it this week. Um, so, as you know, uh, the American elections uh, star two uh, current front-running candidates. Uh, there is uh, Mrs. Hillary Clinton, um, who I believe is related to uh, Will Clinton, uh, who was president and had sex with a woman uh, with a cigar. Um, and then there is uh, Donald J. Trump Esquire, uh, who is a well-known presenter of a reality TV show, uh, The Apprentice America Version, um, who has uh, an orange face and is very racist. Well, he sounds uh, like a delight. There are also some third-party candidates, but nobody cares about them. Um, and they won't get any votes, so it doesn't matter. They're third-party um, candidates like insurance is third-party... Yes, so, very much uh, so. Yeah. Are they third-party fire and theft candidates? Yeah, they're, they're covered if they go on fire. But, yeah, uh, okay. or if they're they... stolen, but not if they, like, you know, scratch it, yeah. know, like dent in the door, that kind of thing. Um, so, as it stands, it, Hillary Clinton is a little bit ahead of Donald Trump, which is terrifying, mm. uh, because, like, he is uniquely unqualified to be in charge of anything let alone an entire country. Um, mm. uh, this is a man who, uh, following the presidential elections, uh, is due to go on trial uh, for fraud and rape. Rape of a child. Of a child, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, that's just, just two of the things that he will be doing between the presidential election concluding and Christmas and potentially his inauguration as president in January should he win the election. Imagine if he got made president and before he actually got inaugurated, he went to prison for raping a child. Yes. That would be a really yeah, weird turn of events, yeah. wouldn't it? Uh, meanwhile, uh, Hillary Clinton is a woman who uh, had some emails. Uh, she's a woman. Fuck yeah. that. Let's uh, vote in Donald Trump. Um, one of the things that's quite interesting is that um, it's kind of been shown now that the lowest uh, share of the vote that a major party candidate in America can get, can get is about 39%, regardless of what you do or say. So if you're a Republican or a Democrat, then that's you, you basically can't get any lower than that, regardless of what you do, which is just horrifying. Mm. Like, you know, the, I can't imagine that that being the case here like if 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 jeremy corbyn came out and uh said that uh you know all black people uh are criminals and should be sent back to where they came from and also he quite liked to uh fuck all of his uh, female mps because they're well up for it and he could totally have them they'll just let him do anything because he's in charge of the party well um, i think i think the conservatives would be furious for him stealing their policies well true Mm. Um, but I, I imagine that he would probably lose like quite a substantial chunk of the vote to the point that I doubt he'd get forty percent of the country voting for him. Well, he can't. Uh, he's probably, have 40% he'll of the probably boost his approval rating with the Labour membership. Well, yes, but I mean, literally anything that he does will do that. So yeah. it's kind of a statistical anomaly. Um, now, a lot of a lot of American media outlets have their own uh, statistical models uh, for. Uh, determining who they think is going to win the election based on uh, detailed analysis of uh, national and local level polls. Uh, we don't have that, um, but we do have the three of you. So what do you reckon is going to happen? Oh, a straw poll. That's an excellent idea. Graham, uh, how, would, how do you think this election is going to shake out? Well, um, you'd like to say that there's no possible way 
that most Americans are too sensible that he he just won't get in. But then uh, Brexit, so you know, it's twenty sixteen. All bets are off. The only thing I would say is that if he doesn't become uh, president, then twenty sixteen has bottled it. Yeah, that is true. It 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 could have been the worst, not just the worst uh, year in history, but probably the worst year of all time. Possibly, if Donald possibly Trump doesn't get cementing in, itself yeah, by being the last year of recording. I was going to say, if, if well, yeah. in, it, that'll be it. You know? Well, yeah. technically, as we established, he won't take office until January, so it would make 2017 uh, the last I year. I think 2017 isn't going to make it all the way through, but no. it will probably be worse than 2016. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, of the nuclear fire. Uh, so, Chris, what's your take on the election? Uh... Right, I mean, what was what was Graham's prediction? That oh, Donald like, Trump will win because uh, that's how fucked everything in the whole world is at the moment. Right, okay. Well, uh, I think Hillary Clinton will win then. Wow, that's uh, deep and insightful, Chris. I'm glad that we had you on the panel. I think Daniel. she... Wait, I've not finished. Okay, uh, sorry. Please she, She's ahead in the polls and... So I think she yeah. will win. So was Remain. Yeah. Yeah. Because people get asked in a poll and they don't want to get punched in the head by someone with common sense who might overhear them. So they say, oh, I, I'm, I'm definitely not voting for the racist. But I mean, when the they one... get home, they go, oh, I'm going to vote for that fucking racist. I mean, to be fair, oh. the one thing that this campaign has shown is that Donald Trump voters are really proud of the fact that they're voting for Donald Trump. Yeah, um, but he'll get a lot of ashamed voters as well, like true. the shy Tory syndrome. Well, it's, it's the really terrifying thing is all the people, it's not the people so much that are voting for Donald Trump because they think he's the second coming of Jesus. It's all the people voting for Donald Trump who really hate him and when asked about it say, yeah, I really hate the guy. I think he'll be a shit president. He's not qualified. doesn't know what he's doing. At least he's I'm not going, a woman. Well, but I'm going to vote for him because I really don't like abortion or black people. And if Hillary mm. Clinton gets in, there'll be more abortion and black people. Mm. And it's like, you're a really, really shitty person. But yeah. congratulations on legally being allowed to participate in determining the outcome of your country's future. I'd like him to win just so that we... Uh, look better in don't look, yeah. yeah, exactly. Just so we don't look quite as fucking stupid. Hmm. Okay, so Daniel, what's uh, what's your take on the, uh, the election? Well, since um, Graham and Chris have kind of gone for the two binary options, I feel I've got to go for something a bit left field. So I'm going to say Donald Trump wins... And in a shocking turn of events, he sort of turns up at the winning ceremony and does a um, one of those sort of Mission Impossible style things where he rips off the plastic mask. And it turns out that he's reincarnated Richard Nixon and that Mike Pence it does the same thing and has reincarnated Margaret Thatcher. And they combine to invade, oh, I don't know, um, Yemen or something for kicks and to, you know, not no, invade China, in fact, to um, you know, just because they like invading stuff and that's what they do. Okay, it's a bit of a long shot, admittedly, but if if this election season has taught us anything, it's that the polls are very volatile and something could easily have been missed. Yeah. Excellent. So, obviously, we won't know the results at the time that we record uh, next week's podcast because uh, it'll only be, like, lunchtime in America um and you know it could go either way they do have a lot of early voting but the polls don't close until like 10 o'clock on on tuesday night um so unless we record a bit later um we we won't be able to comment uh, next week on the election um and you know beyond There's that chance we'll all be dead by the time we should come to record the podcast after so yeah 
Yes, the good news is that uh, even if Hillary Clinton wins, uh, Donald Trump is likely to continue to campaign on the basis that it's all been rigged, in it? Well, I presume he won't. He will continue to campaign on the basis that you should stay at his hotel and watch his TV network. Mm, true. Maybe, like, it's he should keep camp- he's just going to start campaigning now for the, uh, the 2020 election. They should have a rule like presidents can't do more than two terms. They should say that uh, candidates can't try more than twice. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, it would certainly be helpful in this case. Um, I, I can't can't really argue with that. Um, so yeah, there we are. That is our uh, our considered opinion on the uh, the outcome of the U.S. presidential election. Um, tune in this time next week to see how horrifyingly right or wrong we were. Mm. Okay, good. Right. Well, the next thing I want to talk about is that I found an Guardian article about how to do a good podcast. And I thought that's exactly the sort of thing we should be reading. So would you like me to summarise? Yes. Right. So rule number one, uh, they asked some experts. There was a beardy man that did fingers like uh, Mr Burns in The Simpsons. And he said, it's not difficult to do a podcast, but it's hard getting people to listen. So I would agree with that. And and I think just making our podcast available and asking people to listen hasn't really worked. When you start threatening people. Yeah, or or we could just play it really loud out of car windows. Oh, that's true. Something like that. I did uh I did drive a colleague to Sainsbury's um at lunchtime and I'm test driving a car that's that can connect to telephones and make podcasts go on and so I put it on for him to listen to. Right. Did he like it? No. <laughs> well, I don't think that's important. I think what's important is no, that people are made to listen. Yeah, he, yeah. It's, still, it's a number on the graph, isn't it? I think that's a good actionable point, is that we should uh, we should play the podcast at people, regardless yeah. of what they want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, second point... Um, uh, this is this is a lady called Lauren Lapkus. She does a podcast. Sorry, a lady called what? I didn't hear. It. Lauren Lapkus. No, I've never heard of her. I think her podcast is successful. Her she opinion is irrelevant because I've never heard of her. Hi, it's Graham. I'm editing it, and it's all gone out of sync. And this music is appearing now, but it should be much later. Uh, I don't know why. I could fix it, but. It would take quite a while, and um, I don't want to. So just uh, just ignore it, or enjoy it, or you know, do what you like. It's not my problem. Uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. She does it in a theatre, I think. So I think oh. she has an audience. Oh, and God, she sits can you imagine a, that? She sits on a chair. Wait, that's, that's not really a podcast. That's just like recording a theatre production. Well, yeah, well, but no, then if you put talking. it out as a podcast, it is. Yeah. I mean, and her, I she guess, says... But... Oh, that's she, just a live podcast, isn't it? She always uh, do. This is weird. She's made a mistake because she's got a secret, but she has told us. Oh, yeah. And she says, the secret to podcast success oh, is yeah. making it fun for yourself. No. So... <laughs> It should be a fucking slog yep. for so an hour every Tuesday. That you should just dread. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I think that uh, Graham's little tour of uh, softcore dick pics 
I think uh, he quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe that'll work for you yeah, this week. I could just look at more cocks. Right. So now there's another man, and he looks a bit a bit weird. Like maybe he's he's a funeral director, or he's selling. He have a face for podcasting. Maybe he maybe he goes door to door selling coffins, that kind of thing. But he says. He spends 30 to 40 hours preparing each episode. What a fucking idiot. How long is his podcast? Uh, if it's 30 know. to 40 hours long, then I'll accept that. Otherwise, no. So he does a full week's work every week. Oh my God, it is a full week's work, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. He, he, he researches... Are you sure he's got a typo? Does he mean minutes? <laughs> Apparently What's his not. podcast about? I don't know. It's about how to avoid uh, doing any work while you're in the office. <laughs> what's what's the man's name? Uh, Aaron Mankey. Belt? I've never heard of him, so that's a waste of 40 hours a week. A-A-R-O-N-M-A-H-N-K-E. Okay. I'm not giving him the satisfaction of Googling it. Mankey Aaron. Right. Uh, so... Uh, He's- Creator, writer, and producer of the podcast Law, iTunes Best Podcast of 2015. Yeah, whatever. Massively dated, then. Uh, yeah, that's more than... Where he explores the darker side of history from around the world. In his spare time, Aaron writes supernatural thrillers. He doesn't have any spare time. He spends 40 hours a week. Suspicion consumed an Indian summer. Right. This guy's a fucking loony. I don't think I don't think we can take up that advice. That, that Laura's seems... an award-winning, critically acclaimed podcast about true life, scary stories. Our fears have roots. Laura exposes the darker side of history, exploring the creatures, people, and places of our wildest nightmares. Because sometimes the truth is more frightening than fiction. Each episode examines a new dark tale from history in a style that's similar to Campfire Experience. With over four thousand three hundred five-star reviews on iTunes and over three point two million monthly listens, it's clearly onto a good thing. Actually, sounds pretty good. New episodes are released every two weeks on Mondays. Maybe we could start telling ghost stories. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. And apparently it's coming to television, so he's obviously doing all right out of it. Yeah, yeah. I want to be on television telling ghost stories now. But at that point, it kind of justifies the work if you're getting it on TV. Well, yeah, maybe but it didn't start. say what channel. Maybe it's on like live TV or, um, I don't know, watch. Yeah. Uh, it's on Amazon. Oh, that's not even TV. Any, any fucking idiot can get a, a TV show on Amazon. Yeah, I think I think maybe we should like start spending 30 to 40 hours a week preparing the podcast. Well, if we split it four ways... I still like 10 hours 10 a week. Hours 10 hours a week. So, but if we if we all went part-time, yeah, we could spend a day and a half a week each. Just have to you know, just drop our hours at work. It'll be fine. Right. Okay. Well, we'll, I get, mean, we'll get on telly. To, it's guaranteed. So Chris, to counter that... Yeah. To counter that, the next bit of advice from Reggie Ossie of the Combat Jack Show uh, is just do it. So there you go. I, I approve of that. Well, we did. Like it didn't say, help. Mm. <laughs> okay. That's what we. That's crap advice. Because look at us. We just do it. That's the whole problem. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I think maybe he maybe he's got better advice. He's not sharing. Yeah, maybe he can fuck off. He's just, like all he's that. doing is repeating uh, Nike's slogan. Or maybe he's trying to sabotage the, his competition. Yeah. I bet his next piece of advice is, I'm loving it. Maybe he is sponsored by Nike. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Right. 
I've got one more bit of advice, the last bit. You can do it if you B&Q it. <laughs> this is from Linda Holmes, NPR's mm. Pop Culture Happy Hour. And she says you should embrace other podcasts. No. No, you should go to war with them, shouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which, yeah, which you were successful before I was we, recruited. Yeah, we crushed uh, Geek News Radio and no, they no longer um, release episodes that are yeah. four hours long. Yeah. They really are far too long, aren't they? Yeah. So there you go. That's that's how to make a great podcast. And I think the, okay. only, the only thing we can learn is just to force other people to, to listen. Yeah, I mean, I, I got nothing useful from that, to be honest. No. I was hoping it might tell us what to talk about and, um, you know, just give us some listeners. Yeah. Apparently not. But, but anyway, that, that was that. I think it was good for us to consider. But now, yeah, I good. feel we're maybe, we're maybe lagging a bit, feeling a bit tired. We need some more music. So I would say to the robot, play the next song. Hang on, I'm just waiting for VLC to load. Mm. Ah! Jesus, turn it down! Yeah, that was arguably too loud. Daniel. Mercer. Right, I think you'll like this. What are you doing? Daniel. Mercer. See what I've done. I don't know if that's you talking or the, or the music. No, no, no. It's me talking over the music. Oh, okay. Do you like it? It's fine. It says Daniel Mercer Daniel rather Mercer. than uh, Barbara Streisand. Oh, is that what that song is? Yeah. Okay. Why does it keep on cutting in and out? What's going on? Uh, because it automatically depresses the other channels when somebody's talking so that it doesn't end up being a horrible mess of noise. Right, that's silly. Everyone be quiet. To be fair, you are the one who's making most noise. Daniel Mercer. How long is this going to go on for? About four minutes. Right, okay, I think we've had enough. Yeah, okay. Does it do anything else? No, just that. No, that's literally Mercer. the entire thing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we can put that out on SoundCloud. Yes. I'm pretty sure that'll get us uh, some kind of copyright strike. Don't care. Fair enough. Maybe we could just release it secretly on our website. We could sell it on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't think we could. Hmm. Yeah. Just claim it's a parody, and then we're sorted. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. So that was just to that was just to pump us back up. Get us. You changed one hundred percent of the lyrics. I think that must count for something. Yeah. And that's what Weird Al does, isn't it? Yeah. They're all completely different. You so, are very much the the Weird Al of um, who sings that Barbara Streisand song then. I don't, oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, Duck Sauce. Duck Sauce, yeah. What? That's the name of the band. No, it isn't. It is. I think band no. is probably overstating it slightly. No band would call themselves Duck Sauce. That would be stupid. 
Hang on. I, I, I believe you, it's fine. Right, so um, we've had some great music. We're all having a wonderful up-tempo time. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Maybe you should try getting some headphones. I was doing that deliberately. Yes, of course you were. Right, Chris, so... please continue. So, Daniel, um, to try and stop you from doing other things whilst we're trying to do podcast, yeah. uh, tell us about the aliens that are talking to us. So, apparently, there's an article um, in the paper this week that um, some radio waves or something similar from space are almost certainly aliens, except they're not almost certainly aliens. They're probably not aliens, but they might be aliens. Is it the same aliens what built that Dyson sphere that wasn't a Dyson sphere? Uh, that was on it. Jesus. That was the video on the uh, webpage. Um, Daniel, can you learn how to maybe use Maybe it was computer? the aliens. Because that would be great. We've had 33 years so far, Adam, and I haven't got it yet. Let, let's not hold out too much hope for the next 33. Um, yeah, basically, the radio waves look like something that someone predicted aliens would send radio waves like, which kind of... It seems weird to predict what aliens are going to send things like when you're fundamentally not an alien yourself. I don't know, but... Um, Did they predict they would send, hello, we're aliens? No, they predicted they'd send some weird maths type thing. I don't really understand, if I'm brutally honest. Um, but yeah, apparently they were, they were feeling quite clever because they basically predicted what alien communication would look like and then something that looked exactly like what they said appeared. Which, you know... I, I kind of get the impression that if aliens do exist, they really wouldn't want anything to do with us. I don't well, know. How would they have any idea who we were or what we were like? Well, they're aliens. Imagine having to explain Donald Trump to aliens. So, so what is this story then? It's, it's a, there's no real story, is there? No. Well, no, there is. Some people think that we've been contacted by aliens. But yeah, most people but don't. some people think that they've been abducted by aliens and probed and all kinds of shit, and that's clearly bollocks, but doesn't stop them from believing it, because they're mental. It could, it could be ghosts and not aliens. Right, well, I, I this isn't holding my interest, really. I want to no, move on. It's fair. And uh, where I want to move on to is fart balloons. Who doesn't? Because uh, I thought I'd struck upon quite a novel concept... And uh, sadly, I discovered that people on the internet had already thought of my idea. Chris, you're so naive. Re yeah. No, no, so, sorry. I, you know, I, I've plumbed the depths of the internet, but even I didn't expect fart balloons to be a thing. Really? Have you been on the internet? Yeah. Yes, that's, that's quite tame compared to like, a lot of... Yeah, I, I would expect that to be kind of like, you know, maybe second or third tier in terms of weird shit that you're going to come across on Presumably the you've heard of Jenkum. No... Oh, okay. Well, you put a poo in a bottle, leave it on the radiator, and it ferments, and then you huff in the gas and get a, a high and sick. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Have you not? Well, that, that's yeah. That literally sounds like the fastest way to bring back a bunch of communicable diseases. I think it's one of those things that it, some idiot probably made it up to see. Oh, this this would be really disgusting. But then it's a self fulfilling prophecy because idiots on the internet will read that and then they will do it. So well, even if he said that people had been doing it when no one had, as soon as he said it, then people started doing it. That is the worst thing about the internet, right? It's just that 
you know, the, even the rumor that someone is doing something is hmm. license for idiots to do it. Uh... Yeah. Now the thing with fart balloons is, um, w- would you like to know an interesting history of fart balloons? Yes. Is that uh, they actually used to be common in Germany, and uh, Luft balloon uh, meant fart balloon, and it was translated to red balloon for the song. Nine and nine zig fart balloons. Yes, yes, that's definitely true. Don't Google it. Oh no, I wouldn't. No, you, you don't even you, need to you check. Would, uh... It's yeah. so obvious, isn't it? Luft balloons, fart balloons. Makes sense. Luft sounds like a sort of a, doesn't it? Like a little yeah. silent, yeah, like it's quite little specific. cheeky little yeah. tube fart. So, um, so that's the history of them. A bit of a backstory, and on the internet, uh, fart balloon is another word for whoopee cushion, which is a bit confusing. Oh, I'm trying to find a genuine fart balloon. That just makes them sound vulgar. When really they're very sophisticated. Yes. Yeah. So I've um I was able to Google and find people that have talked about this in the past. And there are some quite good links there. I found some interesting facts. I'm to click on them, I'll, I'll be brutally honest. You're not going to. It's just people on, on forums saying I want to fill I want to fill a child's balloon with farts. How would Which I do child? It? <laughs> Poor child. <laughs> My well, brother's got a balloon. I want to fart in it. Apparently, I mean, Mythbusters do. Mythbusters never fart into a balloon. They they collected um they cool. collected farts. How? Well, like just as a hobby or as part of an actual thing to show that you could collect them and then utilize them for what for <laughs> for for, uh, for fuel. Okay, that seems reasonable. Or practical on the jokes on small children. That's the main yeah. use, I'd have thought. That's but, fair enough. But my idea last week about um, having a one-way valve and just the valve inserted, that wouldn't work because of the pressure. Oh. So I think what you have uh. to do is um, sit yourself... This, this is a method I think would work, is to sit yourself in a bath with... Um, an upturned bucket ah, that was full of water, yeah. and um, okay. and then like, fart. Uh, like the thing where you like um, like pump hydrogen into like uh, water with fairy liquid in. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, but but oh, yeah. If you collect okay, it I... in a bucket, then it's stored more safely than in a um, a fairy liquid balloon. Yes. Or you could um, sit on a jar and then vacuum pump all of the <laughs> air out of it and just have your bum making a seal and fill it up okay. with farts. And I, then, I uh, think that would that probably out. have quite catastrophic effects. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It depends yeah. on how strong you are. Do not try is, this at home. I mean, I think if you tried that, you would definitely jizz in your fart balloon and that yeah. just wouldn't work. So yeah. I think once you've collected it, then you need to pressurise it in some way to get it into the balloon. So possibly, possibly something a little bit like a uh, bucket bong. Well, like, like what about like, like a? You could just get like um, a commercial, like a, compre- a compressor, like they used to fill up like um, auction tanks for scuba divers and stuff. Just okay. Feed, the, feed it through, feed the, the source material through the compressor into the balloon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, how that- do they mine um, like helium and stuff? I don't sure know. You could apply similar techniques. 
Apparently, I'm not sure if I believe this, but you mine helium. That's that's what Graham yeah. asked. Yes, that was how do you do that? Well, no, but as in it exists in the ground and you yes. out. Yes, that's what mining is, Dan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the question still stands. We've established the semantics here. Know. I'm going. Oh, I'm going to Google this. And is it's it... a gas as well. <laughs> Sorry, I. <laughs> You maybe you've misunderstood the concept of my question being, how do you mine it? Okay, rather than just reiterating that you do. But sorry, did, I, I, I read about this once, that you mine helium, and I remember being really surprised and thinking, I should talk this up. No, Dan, we, 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 <laughs> no, we, this is well established at this point. We understand that it confuses you. You can just say, I don't know. It kind of, all that confusion suddenly burst out of me again in what <laughs> wildly confused moment. I mean, it could have been something far worse that burst out of you. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if it exists trapped in in a light rock, like a crunchy bar. Oh yeah, maybe something like Apparently, that. Apparently, it mostly comes from radioactive decay, and so it comes from uh, stuff like uh, uranium. Okay. Uranium. Yes, exactly. Because to... it's a it's a product of um, a fusion. I like the idea of uh, you introducing the phrase "jizzed in your fart balloon" to mean fucked up. But yeah. I think you could um, you could say it in in the same way as who took the jam out of your donut. You could say, "Oh, Chris, who just in your fart balloon?" Yeah, well, like, yeah, you know, why are you yeah. are you under the down in the dumps today? In the dumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, of course. I, I just think it should be used in a wide range of contexts in everyday conversation. Mm. Well, you got to be careful. You don't want it to become just kind of uh, unimpactful. You, you've got to no. You know, I'd like that. it. I'd like it to be like, what's up? <laughs> what, something that was like popular in the 90s and then everyone forgot about and now just kind of has people have vague memories of it existing? Well, yeah, but it, to exist now in 2016 okay. and be huge, huge in 2017. How are you going to monetize it? Because um, uh, what's no, up was for know, Budweiser, no. wasn't it? That's the problem with you capitalist pig dogs, is you're always thinking about the money. I just want to give know, the world you... this wonderful expression. The world doesn't deserve it. I think I think the well, world, the world we live in probably does deserve it. an expression like that. Yeah, it probably does deserve <laughs> it, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 the progress I've made in my, my most recent project. I'd like the news to say that America has jizzed in their own fart balloon and elected Donald Trump as president. I mean, I think, to be honest, I don't want it to happen. I, I'm, not con- I'm not sure there is any more apt term for what, for, <laughs> for what would happen if America does indeed elect Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, Brexit, we really jizzed in our fart balloon on that well, one, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. See, it works really well, doesn't it? What about if you farted in a jizz balloon? I mean, that's just... That's, I mean, that's just like a, everywhere. an administrative nightmare. <laughs> Is a, a jizz balloon just a condom? I guess so, yeah, I suppose it is. So actually, farting in a condom is probably a sensible option if you're going to collect them. Might as well collect them in something that's uh, you know, built to go down there anyway. That's sort of like a, a, fun really size, um, a fun size fart balloon, isn't it? <laughs> did you know they mine it, Dan? <laughs> well, I did, but I don't believe it. Like, I still don't believe it. Have you established how they mine it yet? Well, no, they just say they... Oh, for... it's, it's not helpful. It, it, it's like it's so obvious that I'm, I'm being thick for missing it, which is possibly true, but I still don't get it. 
Where did you think helium came from? The air. <laughs> Green, yeah. It can't be in the air. Did you not do like you know, G- GCSE? Not even GCSE chemistry, like pre-GCSE chemistry, where we did the composition of the atmosphere, and there was some helium in it. And I thought it was a massive faff to get it out. I, <laughs> if I didn't know that it was mined, which I do know and I accept, uh, I would assume that it just floated very high in the atmosphere, and that people. Would climb Went up very tall in ladders, airplanes with balloons. Yeah, and catch it in catch it in nets. Yeah. yeah, but then they wouldn't be able to get them back down because they'd keep floating up. Hmm. Well, you just weigh them down. Do you know that a fart um. balloon would float? Because uh, farts do not have oxygen in, but they do have methane in. So uh, farts are lighter than air. Hmm. So in that case, a way of uh, collecting them would be to have a room that had sort of a lip around well like a room really uh and you could just um spend just all day fart, in there just fart all day in a room just make sure you do all of your farts in a room try not to open any doors and windows and try and keep the air in there as still as you can let it all settle and then uh, go with a pump and just get the you know top foot of air so sort of like one of those fancy cocktails yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I think the uh, the smell bit of the fart, which is essential to the practical joke element, would separate out from the methane bit of the fart. Well, that should collect on the ground, because surely it's yeah. heavier, because it's, well, it's poo, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, so actually, you need to bottle it at source in order for my hilarious... If it's hilarious the smell that you're after, like, you like mineral water. Well, you could do a poo in a balloon. <laughs> you could. No. It's relevant, but sure, why not? Radiator, and then um, wait for it to ferment. And that probably smell awful. I think we have um, broached the subject of shit little those once before. Yes, we have. Yeah, it may have been. It may have been pre-Daniel. Okay. Uh, I don't think it was. I think he's probably just blocked it out. <laughs> well, I've blocked most of this out, to be honest. That's just so, you're not paying attention. It's nothing to do with any kind of repression. I'm totally I, I paying attention. I just can't. I have discovered that um, one person can fill one child's balloon per day with fart. That's an actual science... uh, Can can we just clarify? Is this, like, a child-sized balloon or the balloon of a particular child? Because that just seems cruel. Just Um, in general... (laughs) And who is this person filling up this child's balloon with farts every day? Why has nobody stopped them? <laughs> I don't. I don't this know. This person needs to be put on a list. But but um, that's just what it happens. That's the science. That's how actually, much fart you produce. Are we talking like regular, like you know, ordinary size balloons? Or is it like really big mylar balloons that they have like for uh, big events? Or like a balloon about, animal. Yeah. Like a balloon giraffe filled with fart. Yeah, like a sort of sausage balloon. How uh, permeable is the uh, balloon material? Because could, well, I mean, with the fart it's escape, airtight, isn't that kind of the point? Well, no, because they go down over well, time. Only because of the hole in the balloon. Where but the presumably, it's a two-way process. So, would some fart come out and be replaced by it? Well, no, because the pressure wouldn't yes. allow it, would it? Uh, I would like to think that the smell particles, which are essential to the practical joke element of what happens when the balloon bursts would remain in the balloon because they would be bigger than... Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, not unless they were bigger than the hole. If they're bigger than the hole, well, then they couldn't get in, could they? 
Well, yes, this is... Well, I mean, you could probably... It stretches, so you... Well, and you're talking about just doing a poo in a balloon, <laughs> aren't you? Seems to be what we're always talking about. I mean, let's just let's just accept that that's what we're going to end up doing. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, I think you've spoiled it. You've taken what for me was a very charming and innocent idea about playing a gentle, practical joke on an unsuspecting on child. child. Yeah, exactly. And, this is where... and you've you've made it all mucky by talking about pooing in my fart balloon. Yeah, I mean, why even put it in a? Why even put it in a balloon? Just fling a turd at a kid. You've just we'll want it. to. Just I mean, when they yeah, come, no. ne- next Halloween when they come around trick or treating, just fling turds at them from your upstairs window. You haven't got an upstairs. Good idea. Um, I'm going to build an upstairs. <laughs> just just on the roof I can do fling that. turds. I mean, actually, I might just adopt that as my my way of life. If I don't want to deal deal with something, I will sit on the nearest roof and fling turds at whoever is presenting the situation. Yeah, that would go down well in meetings, I suppose. Well, I think people like to get out of meetings early, and I would deliver that. Because they'd all be covered in shit. Yeah. Well, only the annoying ones would be covered in shit. I and think... nobody would dare fire you because uh, they don't want to get turds flung at them. Chris, yeah. out of interest, was there anything in that Guardian article about, like, not entirely focusing your podcast on poo? <laughs> Uh, there was robotic wanking. I'm frankly sh- shocked we don't have a hardcore, in many senses of the word, German audience. Mm. We have been very um, scatological of late, haven't we? We have. I think possibly we need a bit of variety. Maybe yeah. we could all try and cleanse ourselves next week and have a a non shit based podcast. Shall we? Nice. Shall we all do thirty to forty hours of preparation for next week? Um, I don't think there are thirty to forty hours in a week. No. That I'm awake for, so it's going to be tricky. Right. I mean, okay. I a story about a politician strangling his wife, do- wife's dog. If he's strangling his wife, you'd think that would have been more news, but no, apparently um, not. Yeah. Do you do you yes, want to talk about that then, Dan? Well, it, old Hesseltine. Yeah. It, it, so apparently, oh, it, hang on, Dan. Sorry, I just have some breaking news for you. Uh, the KKK has officially endorsed Donald Trump for president. Well, there we go. That's 2016 rounded off, isn't it? Ages ago. No, this is a formal formal endorsement. It took quite a long time to arrange the crucifixes in the to spell out Trump and then set them on fire. In the uh, wonderfully titled "The Crusader," the political voice of white Christian America, uh, the newspaper of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, which does look like something out of the 80s, rather appropriately, um, and is also printed on I, what I presume is... I, I almost looks orange, but I think it's more just like... It, it looks a bit like the Financial Times, um, only way more racist. Um, they are endorsing uh, Donald Trump, uh, and obviously because they want to make America great again uh, by getting rid of all the brown people. Um, anyway, just thought I'd bring that up. Sorry, Dan, please continue. No, that's fine. So... The basic story is that um, there were rumours going around, you know, the, the kind of rumours that people can't print because they were supposedly baseless, that um, Michael Heseltine had killed his wife's dog because it got a bit angry with him. And so he, he's a conservative politician. Fuck it, I'm going to kill him. And then he gave an interview recently in which um, he said, yep, I totally killed it. Um, also, I killed about 350 squirrels because fuck squirrels. And I mean, that's fair enough. I think that's another one that the... Just the summary of the story is funnier than the actual story, isn't it? But you, yes, the actual story is quite unpleasant. Quite yeah, upsetting. Yeah, it's, it's elderly man murders pets. 
Yeah. yeah. But isn't that one of the tests for psychopathy and... Well, I mean, I think... Have you strangled a dog? Yeah, that's that's probably quite high up there on the list of indicators. Yeah. yeah. And yet he's, like, important and in charge of things. I, I think I mean, that, he, like... Yeah, I think I think the importance probably came before the strangling of the dogs. I think a lot of very important of people are, are psychopaths. That's sort of the whole... One of the things about psychopaths, isn't it? Yeah, it makes it... Basically, lacking any form of empathy makes it quite easy to succeed because you have no problem with fucking over everybody that gets in your way. And we're back to Trump. Yeah. I'm assuming he is a psychopath. Um, I mean, I... I That's the reason, doesn't it? Um, if he's not, then what the fuck does he I've think he's playing? I've been a little at? unclear on the differentiation between a psychopath and a sociopath. Uh, as I understand it, there isn't a difference. Well, this is uh, the thing. Well, or sociopath is a type of psychopath. Yeah, I think that's the a sort of subset. Yeah, I believe so. But I mean, either way, he's not right in the head, is he? Well, no, clearly he's got not. His best thinking hat on. It, again, quite terrifying. Well, no, it's a red cap that says "Make America Great Again." Yeah, but he passed in normal society for like. Years. Well, what was really weird though is, is as you go back in time and kind of see interviews with Donald Trump, yeah. like he gets less and less mental as you kind of go back. Yeah, and you do start to wonder whether maybe he's kind of a bit senile. Maybe somebody put a curse on him. That's also possible. And um, but like you know, you go back to like sort of the early nineties or whatever, and you see interviews with him, and like you know, he's not a normal person. Uh, and obviously, he's always been a shit businessman and seemingly yeah. quite racist, but. He was at least a little more guarded about expressing his really racist and sexist well, and generally horrendous you opinions. Expose all of that when you're on the way up, do you? Well, no, that's true. Um, I did quite enjoy the uh, interview when he uh, praised Hillary Clinton and said that she was great and that she'd been unfairly targeted uh, during the election where she ran against Barack Obama in the primaries. Um, that was quite fun. Yeah. No. So, psychopathic dog murderer. Um, and squirrel murderer, uh, yeah. equal opportunity animal murderer. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's good to know. Any anything else on that? No, no. Good. Pressing. Well, well, Dan, you um, think 2016 has been something to behold. Yeah. You think something big is going to happen before it ends, and you. <laughs> Oh, that might be the big thing that was going to happen before it ended. Yeah. That was a good sneeze because I didn't hold it in like an idiot. Good. It's the healthy way. But yeah, yeah. so... so 2000... how, many, how many dick sneezes was that worth? 40. 40. Good. Very good sneeze. Oh, my wrist's getting sore thinking, just thinking about it. Um... So, you, you would I'm like I'm not sure to... that actually works. That's just a little disturbing. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what he's talking about, but I don't really want to know. Um, <laughs> what? That makes it even worse. <laughs> uh, um, you want us to, to predict what's going to happen to end yeah, 2016? Trump election bit, but, um, you know... Well, I mean, you would assume that would be kind of probably a low point for the year. And, I mean, that's it's been quite a year. But then, I mean, who knows what might happen in the, the remaining two months. I can easily see Trump getting elected and 2016 just continuing its spiralling downwards tra- trajectory. Because, you know, the first bit of 2016 was a bit shit. And then everything... Maybe, before- like... Uh, ter- OK, so I would say towards the end of, of November, uh, like, say, actually, you know, middle of December, Christmas party season, yeah. Theresa May gets really drunk and invokes Article 50... 
uh, wakes up the next morning and is like, oh, what the fuck did I do last night? Um, and it turns out we've left the EU. Um, she said, like, I don't care about the two-year uh, negotiation period. We want out now. In voter class, call 50. By tomorrow morning, I want all ties cut and we're going to just float the UK out into international waters. Yep, that that fits with 2016. Graham? I think the Queen is going to die. <gasps> oh, that's a big call. That is, yeah. yes. Wow. That would be the most 2016 thing that could happen. I think so. It would. I think that would top the lot if she died on Christmas Day during the speech. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that would be... That would be Ray, Graham wins the um, round. That'd be cracking, wouldn't it? That'd be better than uh, Dirty Den giving Angie the divorce papers or whatever it yeah. was. If that happens, then you're going to get a knock on your door, aren't you? Good. <laughs> I welcome it. <laughs> I was going to some point. you top that? Uh, right. Publicity for the podcast. I think that um, 2016 won't end. I think Jules Holland is just going to get so pissed off with everything that has been awful that's happening that he's going to refuse to do Hootenanny. And without that, 2017 can't start. And so we'll just be perpetual 2016 forever. Or maybe he could invoke Hootenanny a month early and just say, look, this is ridiculous. Let's get this out of the way. 2017 starts tomorrow. Yeah. Just we're we're going to pay out. Fuck it. December's a write-off. I mean, uh, it's it's a good idea. Couldn't criticise him for it. Yeah, he must be. I think Hootenanny, um, his live program is probably starting in a couple of days, isn't it? Yeah. It seems to it seems to go on until the thirty-first. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is a very powerful shaman, and without him, without him, time cannot move forward. Yeah. Maybe. Bruce Forsyth will uh, take the Queen's soul live on the Hootenanny. That would also be horrifying. Or he could take Jules Holland's soul live on the Hootenanny. Uh, no one gives a shit. Well, yeah. He was only in Squeeze for a bit. Doesn't matter. He's not important. Well, but he is, because he's the shaman that ushers in the new year. You know, we couldn't have we couldn't leave 2016 without Jules. Mm. So we'd be trapped in the hell of 2016 forevermore, which would be awful. They might have to uh, dust off Dick Clark and the Rockin' Eve and yeah. import that for America. Yeah, yeah it could work. Yeah. Well, I, uh, those were good predictions. Uh, do you have a prediction, Dan? I can't really top the Queen popping her clogs in the middle of the Christmas speech. That that was infinitely worse than anything I came up with. Yeah, put, remortgage your house, put everything on it. She's done for. Yeah. That's my top tip. No, it fits. Bits. I wonder if you can get odds on the Queen dying. Yes. <laughs> you can. I love There's not even a moment of hesitation. Just, yep, yeah. we can do that. Do you want to by, see what... Is that by Christmas? On Christmas Day. Oh, on Christmas. Jesus. Uh... No, I, I just go be, you know, this year. I, I need to spell Queen properly. Well... Well, here are some uh, novelty bets from um, the internet website oddschecker.com. Yep. Um, alien existence to be proven 2020 or later is 100 to 1. 2017 is 50 to 1. Uh, Sorry, I missed that. I was, I, I was well. distracted. What, what, what was the odds on that? Odds on what happening? Oh, wait. No, sorry. 2020 or later is 1 to, 1 to 100. That makes a lot more sense. Than uh, 100 to 1 on after 2020. That would be a pretty stupid bet, wouldn't yeah. it? Mm. 
Um, so Bridget uh, Nilsson winner, that's all it says. Oh, Bridget Nilsson prize winner. And then some people, I don't know who they are. Uh, Royal Specials outrights. Well, it says next monarch, Prince Charles, two to seven, Prince William, 11 to four. So I don't think they've understood um, succession, have they there? No, because no, unless Prince Charles is dead, it's Prince Charles. Yeah. I mean, uh, Prince yeah, Harry is 33 to, to one. Yeah, but two to seven is means that they would play out factoring in the chances. So I think yeah. it's you that don't understand odds. Yeah. Well, no, because it, they, why are they giving any odds on it being... Uh... Well, because Prince Charles might die before the Queen, and then it would pass uh, to Prince William. So they're saying that there's a 33 to 1 chance of Prince William, Prince Charles, and Prince George all dying, and Prince Harry becoming next king. Yep. I think that's quite short. Yeah, maybe they know something we don't. I mean, must. It's entirely possible at this point that Charles gets bored of waiting for the crown and does like a murder-suicide on the Queen. Yeah. Uh. And maybe there's a pact with his uh, with William and George that he has to. Or a pact. Uh, anyway, there's there's nothing about when will the Queen get dead because I guess it's in poor taste. Even Paddy Power haven't stooped that low. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we could run a book. Okay. I don't think we should because you know. On the Queen I mean, to die. Vested interest, like there's some legal issues there. Yeah. Is there also well, I think- only if only if we kill her. Most of this podcast, we haven't added ourselves to any new watch lists. I'm not saying I'm going to kill her. I'm just saying no, she will die because she's but, but a I think fucking old woman. Isn't she gets us on a new watch list again. Yeah. Well, I mean that would that would increase our listenership. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. I will spend thirty to forty hours um, next week planning to assassinate the queen if that's what it takes. Okay. Right. Good. Good, right. Well, um, I don't know where we go with that. I mean, perhaps suggest that you edit that out. Or no? You're going to keep that in? Couldn't understand what you said, sorry. Okay, well, I mean, are, are you going to keep that in and broadcast that? or? Oh, I mean, who knows? We're an hour and 12 minutes so far, so I've got to chop this shit down quite a bit. Excellent. Yeah, good. I think there's quite a lot you could chop. Well, yeah, like I'd 20 say minutes at the start. 40 or 50 minutes. That. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, um, I think a, a clear threat to assassinate the monarch. Um, yeah, where where does our legal department stand on that? I could cut that bit out and just send it to the Queen. <laughs> legal department's not, not cool with that, I have to admit. Uh, well, legal department accepts all responsibility for my actions. I'm pretty sure that's an agreement we have. That's what legal department have told you. That's not actually yeah. the reality. Well, that's a bit of a problem. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry to disappoint. I, f- I feel I should bring you in on the secret at this point. Mm. Um, in related news, we've been signing your name to lots of, you know, abusive, fraudulent lawsuits and that kind of stuff. So, you know, look out for some backlash on that in the next six months or so. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I think I think that is plenty. So... Adam, Graham, and Dan more than, more than plenty, I think. Have, yes. uh, have been here. They'll probably be here again next week. Word. And uh, to all our listeners, to, to all our listeners, don't forget that uh, you still have time to enter our uh, heaviest poo competition. Um, we do need to see a photograph of the uh, scales display, but nothing else. Mm. 
Okay. So it would be very easy to cheat. Um, yeah. If and if, I mean, if, sure, but, if you were, like, unethical, but... But you have to make it believable. That's going to be harder than just doing a poo in a bowl. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And you so start there's... to think about other things that might be the same weight as a poo. It's very hard to uh, very hard to judge that. A banana. But we'll know. I think a banana. A banana. I've got a stapler here. That feels considerably heavier than a poo. <laughs> the only way to find out would be actually to weigh a poo and then weigh other things. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's probably easier just to to weigh the poo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I still want an update uh, from Christian from Scotland. Yeah, he needs to pull his finger out of... Uh, or maybe that's what's stopping future pooing issues, is that his finger is in. Yes. And pulling it out will will allow the perpetrator to go again. Maybe it's he's like the boy with his finger in the dike. He yeah. found out who was doing it. <laughs> and... Uh, he hasn't come up with a plan beyond just sticking his finger up his bum to stop any more coming out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think that's probably true. Unfortunately, he's also the boy who cried wolf, so no one's going to help him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I think we'll we'll stop. Are we going to stop? Just end yeah. there, or or we could play the Daniel Mercer music and and do a bit of dancing. Oh, I closed it. Oh, well, you, we could pretend that you did that. And okay. put it at the end. Oh, that was a great song. I had a great time listening to that great song. Yeah, it was like being in a disco high tempo. I really fucking great. Everything. No, oh, I loved it. Of course, our other copyright defence would be uh, critical examination. I don't know what it means. Uh, it means like uh, using it, yeah, you know, like reviewing it, um, examining it for the purposes of uh, discussion and. Oh, extract. okay. Well, uh, it was shit. Excellent. I give it two stars. Mm. I see what you did. Someone please end this episode. I've told you, just just stop it. Stop it now. We haven't said, you haven't said goodbye. You, oh, who too? I know, yeah, we have. I've said we... Why do no, we have to say goodbye? Said, you didn't have to say goodbye. have to say goodbye to the listeners, otherwise how do they know it's finished? I think by me saying, right, it's going to end, it just needs to stop. Please, please stop it. <laughs>